Scrum. Welcome back, everybody, to a special bonus episode of the exciting, uh, phenomenal, stupendous, uh, other hyperbolic statements, Chromecast. Or maybe we're just like, we're the Chromecast. Uh, I'm Luke. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Joshua. <laughs> we're, we're, uh, we're, we're a good, we're a good podcast. Uh, I didn't mean to, to to balance it between like the extreme of like the best and then the extreme of just like meh mediocre. Like we're we're but we're we're fair fair it's to midland. It's out there. <laughs> Three point seven five on the four point scale yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, welcome back everybody. Uh, this is a kind of a special uh, midwinter surprise episode. If you're listening to this, happy, happy Yule times, happy uh, long night. We are hoping to surprise everybody with a uh, with a nice little bit of reading over the over the long night. That's what, right. What are, what are we doing here? The the stern god has left his sanctum in the northern wastes and is flying through the sky, giving out gifts free to those who he deems worthy. And this particular gift that he bestowed upon us to bestow upon you, our listeners is the Chromecast Chronicle. John, what is the Chromecast Chronicle? It is a free publication that we are putting out online as our gift to all of our listeners. And it features a ton of great content from a lot of friends that we've made with the show along the way. It features some stuff by us as well. Luke, is there anything that you'd want to highlight? I mean, I'm I'm pretty excited about this thing in total. Uh, but what we have here, we we basically sought out some uh, material to to put together into uh, a package for folks to to look at, and we have uh, submissions. Let's see, we have fiction as well as sort of academic and article review type submissions. And we also have an RPG module plugged in here and some original art. So it's, it's, it's a mix of stuff. I don't know. Do you guys want to just do a quick rundown of what the content is kind of across the issue? I don't want to, I don't want to shortchange anybody. I think that that might be easy enough to do here. This isn't like a crazy, like thousand page, uh, (laughs) omnibus like what we're dealing with here is something like on the order of 80 or 90 pages worth of content it's pretty it's pretty short uh again it's 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 a freebie it's a pdf uh it might be a moby file i'm not for sure but uh it's a pdf file for sure that you'll be able to access from our from our uh our blog let's go ahead and work through the content that's here so we have fiction and rpg module selection and then uh, the articles and reviews. So, do one of you, one of y'all, want to take a stab at 
introducing the fiction material. Up first, we have a neat story about demonolatry by a friend of the show, Jason Ray Carney, also a publisher of some renown, right, Luke? That's right. Yeah, he's uh, what he's one of the the co editors of the Dark Man, the the Journal of Robert E. Howard Studies, that kind of thing. Uh, but he also has uh, some of his fiction out there in the world. Uh, Rick Fire is is the the book that's recently been been published for for Carney. Uh, a variety of short story submissions. So so he's somebody that we have. Uh, second here, I see. There's a there's a title by uh, a fellow named uh, Josh Adkins called "My Hand Wielded the Steel." What was the what was the story there with that story, Josh? My Hand Wielded the Steel was a flash fiction prompt uh, that Jason Carney posted on uh, Whetstone on the Facebook page, and I it was about the undead and uh, sort of looking at sword and sorcery from the standpoint of, of the undead. And so something about that captured my imagination and I cranked out about 500 words and liked it a lot. And that's my contribution to, uh, to the Chronicle. Nice man. And then Carney, uh, uh, had a, a bit of art that he ultimately cranked out too, which oh, is man. Pretty, which is pretty black metal. It's, it's pretty over the top. I love it. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the art, that that Jason contributed that that is inspired by the story is is out of this world and uh, I just I just love it the the whole composition from the story to the the art man it's I'm I'm psyched after yeah, that we have a submission by a man who you may remember better as the uh, I guess Fez loving incel wizard of Bourbon and Barbarians <laughs> fame Michael Scavala has a submission. He was Hank himself <laughs> in our other show in Bourbon and Barbarians, and he has submitted a found poem that he translated, quote unquote, from ancient Greek, I think, right? Yeah, the fall of Lafrian. And then we round out the fiction area with a contribution by our very own Luke Dodd. Yeah, man, this is a this is a short a short little ditty. I think I've talked about it on a previous uh, Cromtober episode. We're talking about either like uh, ghost stories of our homelands or 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 something along those lines. I'm I'm pretty sure I've told this story. So the material that's included within this issue is uh, fingers crossed. Uh, it's true. Uh, within the extreme of, you know, <laughs> like I'm trying, I'm trying to make it a, a ghost story. So there's, there's at least a strong kernel of truth within the, the Hannah's mountain story that I wrote there. Uh, I'm excited. I think it's, it's kind of, it was a fun thing to write for me just because it's a little time capsule of me being in high school and trying to capture a little manly Wade Wellman within a, within a story too. So, so yeah, so that's, that was, that rounds out the fiction. Uh, so we have, I guess, just to quickly summarize four different short fiction submissions within, uh, this first issue of the Chronicle. Uh, and they're all, you know, in the neighborhood of a couple thousand words, something like that. So this is the kind of thing where you could read it within a, just a short setting of, 20 or 30 minutes, that kind of thing. Uh, next, if you are a D&D or RPG player, you should definitely check out the RPG model that we've included uh, within the issue. I said model, I meant module. Uh, the name of the module that we're 
we're working with here is Levi Combs's Into the Temple of the Cannibal God. And so Levi is the central figure for Planet X Games. He has done a variety of different Kickstarters at this point. Uh, he's been, I don't want to say uh, wildly successful, but he's blown the blown the the tops out of any Kickstarter that he's done thus far, is my understanding. Uh, and at this point, Planet X is killing it. They are putting out modules on a regular basis and meeting stretch goals and delivering the good stuff. So you're getting hard copies, you're getting soft, you're getting your PDFs. Uh, yeah, they're they're delivering it here. And so this is this is a short thing. Uh, and, and Josh, you've read over it too. So so what do you think about the the Cannibal God? I love it. There there's an aspect of this module that I that I truly love the 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 God mouth that you guys will will encounter within this thing. I, I think you're gonna love it. Um, and the best thing about it is it, even though it feels like an old school OSR D and D module, you could run this with a, a number of systems, right? It's, it's largely system agnostic. Yep. Yeah. I think, I think, you know, so, so the way we've got it sort of like coded within the, the issue, there's no, uh, uh, game license material that we're including here. There's yeah. no, uh, system specific, uh srd standard rules document references this is just uh meat and potatoes story stuff uh so levi does include some references to how many bad dudes you might encounter in a given room uh but generally it's more about like lay of the land and uh, the encounters that you would you would come across. So it's it, it is largely system agnostic, and it's a, it's an RPG module. It's the kind of thing that hopefully, and if we do future uh, issues of the Chronicle, we're gonna we're gonna have more of these little you know little nuggets to work with. So so that's uh that's the RPG content that we have. And I guess let's go ahead and move on to the articles and the reviews. Maybe before we do that, we can kind of reference a little bit of the art that we have within the magazine. Cause we do have a couple different, uh, special, cont- uh, contributions for that. Yeah. We have some Kentucky proud artists that have very, uh, very kindly decided to donate some art to the Chronicle and are just asking for everybody to take a look at their websites or their Patreons and things like that. We have Tresina Bowling, who contributed a really baller Red Sonia piece. So good. <laughs> uh, we really like this one. And then Justin Stewart, who you have heard is Dulcet Tones on the Bourbon and Barbarian show. He has contributed some stuff that's from the, the show, right? From Bourbon and Barbarians, the gauntlet and his hat. Yeah. And and in the uh, RPG module, we have some some maps and and art from uh, Luke. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, and, and and what Lawrence Hernandez uh, contributed the cover piece for Levi's uh, uh, module. It's I mean, so 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 Levi and Lawrence have worked I think over the years, uh, but I think it's pretty clear there's a there's a synergy between like the fields that Levi's putting out and what and what Lawrence is working with. It, it very much meshes up with what you're seeing. As we transition away from the fantastic, we get into some of our articles and reviews that we have had contributed to the Chronicle. We start with REH scholar Karen Joan Kohotek, who submitted a really awesome piece called I Had Never Dreamed of Seeing Such a Thing in America. And it is about the Devil of Dark Lake. 
a Robert E. Howard story, which I was not familiar with. Were you guys? No, man. No. She. This is a, a, deep, a, a deep cut. Yeah. Karen, yeah. Karen, Karen pulled way down and she kind of ties like slasher uh, uh, horror tropes into a Robert E. Howard kind of kind of little critique. It's good. Yeah. There, there's a little discussion about final girls. Uh, within this piece that I think is really interesting. Yeah. Uh, up next, our good, good friend, Evil Ed, contributed his thoughts on some some movies that he has in his collection. This is Evil Ed's thrift store of ghastly goodies. And I'm just so excited that Ed contributed uh, his thoughts on a couple of films that he thinks everybody should check out. Which we plan yeah, to have as like a column. If we keep doing this, he's going to be <laughs> he's going to be a mainstay. He's, yeah. he's yeah yeah regular VHS uh, specialty dude like kind of he's the uh, uh, I wasn't even supposed to be working today dude kind of kind of VHS like like movie guy uh, I, I don't know so so many movies so little time I don't even know like uh, Evil Ed starts watching movies at six or seven a.m. and watches them throughout the day stops at 5 a.m <laughs> i I, w- I wish i could like it's just crazy man right like like, yeah. like <laughs> yeah, this will be his jumping is... off to get to like mondo or something to be their vhs historian uh, his, his knowledge <laughs> is formidable and and awe-inspiring Yep, he's and you the, can uh, read he, it in print form with us yeah, in our right. magazine. That's right. <laughs> he's, he's the the criterion of the Chromecast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so after uh, after uh, Evil Ed, we have uh, another familiar name for the for the show. Uh, John, what did you write about? I made a historical column. I wanted to write about Harold Hardrada, the last great Viking, and so. Uh, I might do some more historically Howardian stuff in the future if we keep doing this. I kind of tried to give it a column name, but this one was about uh, this guy that was a really cool Viking king and is considered sort of the last great Viking king who had what I think is a very Conan-esque life, and I tried to do justice to his trials and tribulations. Nice. So who is uh, Hardrada? Just, just quick <laughs> he, little, quick little aside. He was tweet, tweet size statement. Yeah, <laughs> he was a a prince, and he his brother was a saint uh, eventually, and he was a very kindly king who was ousted, and this drove Hardrada Harold out from his homelands. He ended up in the Varangian Guard in the Byzantine Empire and had many adventures with them, and eventually goes home and reclaims his throne and founds the city of Oslo and does a lot of other really awesome stuff and vied for the English throne towards the end of his life and plays an important part in the history of, of where England kind of ended up, I guess, as a power that we know it today. So he's, he's nice. an interesting fella. Awesome, dude. So, <laughs> so that's, uh, if you want a thousand, a thousand more words, that's the, the article is there, right? That's like, right. like that's, that's a, that's a quick synopsis. And then we round it out with a heavy hitter. We've got our, our, our guy batting <laughs> cleanup here. It's we true. Do. Yeah. Yeah. We got Bobby we, Derry. Uh, yeah, we got Bobby Derry uh, writing an article uh, about the title of it is Jim Crow Science Fiction and World Con. Uh, what's it about, guys? It's, it's a big topic, but 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 just like generally, this is about the unfortunate racism that 
is inherent in this racial bias that that was inherent in in Worldcon and in the history of of the the hobby the interest um Bobby takes takes it on and he's laying out the history of I mean, people of color within the within the hobby yeah 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 I, I I think that I think that uh what we're seeing here is kind of a cool story of not just the racism, but like sort of the active role that uh, people of color were actively playing within the hobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sort of concurrent. And, and the fact that it's in New Orleans is really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I think this is a strong story to end on. I think there's a lot to unpack here. The fact that, uh, that Bobby sort of pulls it into contemporary uh issues and within the sf fandom is is important mm-hmm. yeah this, this is an important look at uh the 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 fact that the audience the the folks that are interested in the hobby you know are not just uh people of european descent there, there's a whole wide and very diverse group of uh, underrepresented folks who love this hobby and have been active in it for a long period of time. And um, I think this essay highlights the unfortunate way that they, these voices have been silenced and uh, treated poorly over the, you know, decades and, and close to a century now since um, the, the, the first well, I guess it wasn't close to a century. We'll we'll stick with decades. Eh, I mean, it, it's it's closer to a century, right? Like, so we're dealing here with 19, with fifty one, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's 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 a long period of time, and I don't know. Like this submission from Bobby was pretty cool. I I really I really appreciated it. Of course, with any of Bobby's uh criticism and uh you know scholarly attributes it's 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 great uh you can check out like weird tellers as like a, a synthesis of some of his previous stuff to date but he really does hit on uh kind of individualized testaments of what it was like to go to Nolocon which is the, the the specific convention that we're talking about here, but also the larger story surrounding it. Uh, yeah, it's good. It's, it's cool because it ties in both like the immediate consequences of the, the decisions regarding race as well as like the fallout, like today, just the way that like Bobby ties it into uh today is good yeah it's great stuff and is something that is worth continuing in terms of uh uh the the conversation that bobby starts here yeah and that's and that's that's the first issue of the chromecast chronicle that's online for you for free to check out on the chromecast.blogspot.com and what about this, guys? Are we going to continue this? Is this something that's eventually going to uh, rear its head again, you think? 
We hope it's a hydra I mean, that it will rear yeah. new heads. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, we're we're dropping this upon the the long dark night of of midwinter, uh, the Yule time. This is something that we hope will be seasonal. Maybe it'll be every year. Maybe it'll be like twice a year. I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll go with how it, how it how it ultimately sort of comes together, but. Uh, I don't know. It's something we've been cooking up for a while, right, guys? Like this is something that we've we've wanted to do, and so it's cool to have everything in a single document so that people can download it to their Kindle, download it to their tablet, and give it a look. Yeah, I'm really excited that it's it's something we've talked about for years at this point, and it's it's now seeing the light of day, and and. Uh, our ideas for it have taken, you know, a, a couple of different forms, but I love the way that it has manifested finally. And on on this, the longest night of the year, it it gives you something to read and consider as you huddle close to the fire and hope that sunlight comes again. Warm wishes, everybody. Merry Christmas and happy holidays across the board, whatever those are. Do you guys want to add anything else? As as our pal Mark Finn would say, may Crom ignore you uh, during this holiday season. Stay warm, stay safe, stay inside, and read something cool. 